This podcast is presented to you by Passion Church and their campus in Alexander City, Alabama. For more information, visit www.mypassion.church. Church family, it's good to see all of you this morning, and those of you that are with us on social media, we're very glad you have joined in with us. You know, I was thinking, out of all the churches in Alexander City, as I look out across the audience here today, out of all the churches in Alexander City that you could have attended today, you chose to be with us, and we're honored that you chose to be with us. So we're just looking forward to what God has for us today. And, and you know, <clears throat> I always like to start off and say that the attention span, I've been told, is very limited when people get up and speak. Now, we can listen to music all the time. And we can hear the words to the song, and boy, we join right in, and we're just a part of it, and we'll catch ourselves singing with the music, and... You know, but when someone goes to speak, what happens is about 15 or 20 minutes, our mind begins to drift. And the next thing we know, we're thinking about what we're going to have for lunch. And you may have already been thinking about that now. <laughs> or other things, you know, what's going on at home or something that's going on in your life. Those are the thoughts that would begin to come into your mind. So I've, I felt like that it's always best to... Go along with the slogan, the mind of man can only conceive as long as the behind can endure. <laughs> and even though we're on padded seats with a very limited uh, attention span, I like to keep it short and simple. And I want to start off this morning by telling you the name of our uh, message today will be, Just Believe That I Am There. Just Believe that I am there. I want to read to you this morning <clears throat> something that's uh, it's taken from I Hear His Whisper. Uh, it's a devotional guide that Kelly bought me after she bought hers. I begin to read it some, and I begin to enjoy it so much, I ask her to give me one as well. And I want you to listen to this and soak it into your heart this morning. It goes like this. You don't have to strive to hear me or feel my presence. You aren't required to do anything. There's no need to conjure emotions or worry about whether you've heard my voice. All you need to do is believe I am with you. That's it. That's all I require, says the Lord, that you believe despite what you see or feel. And I like this next line. Simply let go. And exist in this moment with me. Simply let go and exist in this moment with me. You know, so oftentimes, whether we're new Christians or whether we're folks that's known Jesus as our personal Savior for years and years and years, we have a tendency to feel as though that God's not very close. Have you ever felt that way? You felt like he was way, way, way far away. 
But if you'll turn with me over to Deuteronomy chapter 31, verse 6, I want to read you something this morning. And this was what God spoke through Moses to the children of Israel. He said to them, he said, be strong and of good courage. Have you ever felt like that's kind of hard to do when you don't feel God's presence, when you're faced with some, you know, difficulties in your life? It says, be strong and be of good courage. Fear not, nor be afraid. For the Lord thy God, he is with you, and he is he that goeth before thee. He will not fail thee, nor forsake thee. You know, when you're going through those times when it feels like God's not there, you got to remember that. Because these, this is a promise from the Lord. And the promise of the Lord is not just to those of the Old Testament who have died and gone on to be with the Lord. But there are promises. All of this Bible and what God has to say, they're promises to us. And he says, fear not, for I will never fail you. I will never, never forsake you. Kelly went through a, a time in, in her life to when she felt like God was not there. And we all have. But in, in, when I'm sharing a message with the congregation, I like to share a story. And I thought, what better way than to share the story of a real-life story of a real-life individual that is in our presence with us? Not just a story from the book, but the story of how God felt distant. So I'm going to let Kelly share with you her story when she felt God was so far away. Most of you here know that it's not when I... It's an ongoing story. When I sing that song, Promise Keeper... The story is still unfolding. The story this, uh, that, I've been, that Ron and I and our family have been walking through for almost two years now. Um, it was May the 12th of 2021 was the most, in my opinion, horrible day I've ever lived. Um, we got the news that day that our son, you know, I believe in being transparent. I don't have anything to hide. Might as well not try anyway, because everybody's going to see it somewhere down the road. It's going to show up, you know. And sometimes when you least expect it, it'll show up. So um, some of you out on social media may not have heard this story or, or, or may have heard it and didn't know it was connected to us. But um, our son was arrested for Capital One murder on that day. And um, it was the darkest day of my life. And several days, months afterwards, were just as dark. I was telling Ron, you know, men and women... They go through things different. We process differently. We process things different. We receive and respond and react from different places because we're made differently. 
thank God. You know, God knew what he was yeah. doing when he made a man a man and a woman a woman. And he gave us, we, we love, but we, we have different expressions of that. And in fact, God, God expresses himself a certain way through a woman. And he expresses himself a certain way through a man. That's why we need to be a team, a man and a woman together. Because he expresses himself so differently in love and, and in, in all facets of life through a man differently than he does a woman. But Ron and I were talking about this, and I was telling him those days were like walking in the light of day in the blackest room that I could be in. And I was just feeling my way through those days. I, I, I mean, I was just feeling my way through. It was broad daylight. But in here it was black. It was so black. It was hard to breathe. Uh, It felt like there there was something sitting on me. It was such an oppressive, weighted, pushing me down feeling. But there's something about... The place that God builds in you. A place of a love that I've never known like that. That accomplished a trust that I've never knew that I had. And during these, those probably there were six months that... It was very devastating to me. It got, it got a little bit easier to walk my faith out. But it was, very, it was a very disparaging. I, I remember reading in the word where Paul said, we even despaired of life. And I felt that way. I felt despaired of life. Uh, it, not that I didn't love my husband and I didn't love my other children and my other grandchildren, but this was such a pain, such a, uh, a deep wound. And you know, it's funny. You, you, you think we have a certain perception in our hearts and our minds about what our walk with God should be like. <laughs> You know, I remember at, you know, it, it, you, can be, you can be very real with God. He already knows what you're thinking anyway. You might as well just have a conversation with him. You might as well just talk with him. And, it, it, you know, and there were some times there where I hollered at him. And, um, and, and I just, because I was so, I was like, I didn't, I'm a Christian. We're a Christian family. We've been in ministry for years. What is going on? But in all of that, in all of that darkness and all of that deep, disparaging place, there was that thing in me that Ron just led, read, I'll never leave you. I'll never forsake you. You just need to rest in me. I remember when I, when I finally 
uh, when that, that, that knowledge dawned on me, I just need to rest in him. And, you know, uh, Pastor Sandy, in her uh, thing that she does, uh, the video that she does every day, what is that called, reflections or something? Time, time of refreshing. Um, she said that if you're working, God is resting. And if you're resting, God is working. And that really solidified a change that I just need to rest. I just need to rest in him, lean back into him, and let him do what he needs to do through all of the stuff that I don't understand. You know, mamas kind of want to fix things. We want to... We want to jump on in there and fix it for the kids. I remember even telling God, God, let me, let me trade places with him. Just let me trade places with him. I'll go there if you'll let him come here. I, I, I mean, there was just, there was so much that was going on in me. But I, I came back down to the center of things. To the center of what... What is in me and the center that's in me is God. I'm so glad. I'm so thankful that God never leaves us. He never forsakes us. Even when it's dark. Even when it, you can't breathe. Even when you can't, you, you just don't, you don't know anything. You're just, you're just going through the motions of the day. <clears throat> There's everything centers from him everything comes from him even his word in hebrew 1 3 says by his own mighty word he holds the universe together and he was telling me kelly i hold your universe together i am holding your universe together by the word my power i'm holding your universe together and that there was nothing made that wasn't made by him. So I can trust in him. I can trust, even if I don't understand, even if I don't know, even if, if I don't, nothing seems right. Everything is an upside down fruit basket. But I can trust, you know, in this. This is where my life comes from. This is where my breath comes from. This is where the fiber of my being comes from this. And because it comes from this, I can do all things through Christ who strengthens me. I can trust God because he loves me. And I remember hearing this statement. I love you. More than you love Caleb. I remember God telling me that. He said, Kelly, I love you more than you love your son. And because I'm, I'm never going to let you go. And he said, I love him more than you love him. And I'm never going to let him go. You, you know, we've got to come to the place where we believe the love of God. We don't just say, I know, 
I, I, I know God loves me. But you got to believe. You got to know that you know that you know that God loves you. And he will perfect all that concerns you. He will take everything and work it for your good. You've got to know. You've got to know, what the, you've got to know the word. You've got to have it on the inside of you. And everything comes from that place. Everything comes from that place. And I remember hearing uh, Kenneth Copeland say this. Our part is to believe. The rest is God's part. Our part is to believe, to believe that he's there. Our part is to believe he has a plan. Our part is to believe in his love that never fails. Our part is to believe that he is at the center of everything. And our part is to believe that he is the truth. And he isn't a lie. He is the truth. And when you know the truth and you're made free in that knowledge, you're made free. Even in, even though, you know, as I said, we've been walking this walk. May the 12th will be two years and nothing's different. Caleb's still in Montgomery County Jail. We've just now heard on January 5th from the grand jury. Nothing has changed. It's still a lot of question marks. The future, the story is still unfolding. The story is still being written. But what is different? The difference is right here. The difference and the difference that God wants to make in us is to know that love that sustains us, that keeps us, that makes a way for us. To live through the dark times. To live through the lonely times. Hallelujah. What a good God he is. What a good God he is. Praise the Lord. And through that story, that real life story. That we're still walking. That we're still walking through. Is a story of hope for you to let you know that even though she did not and could not feel him. He was still there. You know, I, I want to just say this too. You know, um, sometimes we want to look to other people to, to be that that we need for us. And Ron has been a very strong rock through this, much stronger than I have been. Um, but you can't look to each other for that. You have to look to God for that. He's the one that never fails. He's the one that makes the way. He's the one that was and is and is to come in every part of my life. Every part of your life. Thank you, Jesus. I just wanted to. Yeah, and, and, and because she couldn't, when she couldn't feel him, his presence, but he was still there. And in this little book of the whispers, it says, just be still, know I am with you, even if you don't feel me. 
You see, that is so important because we're people of the five senses where we really feel like we've got to touch, taste, see, hear, you know, have control to smell. You know, and, and that's our control factor. And if those things aren't readily being used in our natural life, we immediately feel like, well, I'm out of control. Well, there's no better way to grow in God than to get out of control. You see, and that's what, and, and, and we have to lean on him. I love that song, leaning on the everlasting arms. What a fellowship, what a joy divine, leaning on the everlasting arms. Hallelujah. It doesn't mean that you, he, he's going to be felt. His I, there's been times when I really didn't think God existed. And then all of a sudden, he'd show up. And I'd say, well, look over there. There you are. Where were you? And then I, he would remind me, well, you know those footprints in the sand? There were times they were yours because you were trying to do it on your own. But when it got so tough, and I knew you couldn't handle it, you look behind you, you notice those footprints were still there, but they were a little different. They were mine, because I was carrying you. How many times have we looked back after it was all yes. said and done and said, wow, God, you had me. He's been carrying me for about a You've been carrying me this whole time. And I wondered where you were. And he was saying, I had you the whole time. Amen. What was he saying? Just believe I'm there. So the next time that you don't think God's there, just remember, he's there. If you know Jesus Christ as your personal Savior, he is there. Yes. Oh, how he's there. And I'm reminded of it in the scripture this morning, it comes from uh, Psalms, chapter, uh, chapter 46, verse 10. It says, just be still and know that I'm God. The Lord of the hosts, he's with you. The God of Jacob, he's your refuge. Be still and know that I'm with you, even if you don't feel me. I'm already with you. I'm exploding with love in the very center of your being. You don't need to do a thing. Just be present. And as Kelly said well ago, just breathe. Yep. <laughs> There'll come a time in your life, if you haven't already experienced, when you can't do nothing but breathe. Yes. There's nothing left to do but just, oh, God. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you, Lord, because you're working all things for my good. All things for my good. So if you're here today and you say, well, I don't know this Jesus that helps you through these things. Helps you in your time of trouble. Gives you joy when things are causing your life to be sad. Brings you peace in the midst of turmoil. I don't know this Jesus. But you can. You can know this one that Kelly and I have had opportunity to experience. Through our struggles. Through our hardships. 
I hope that none of you have to go through what we've had to go through. God, I pray you don't. But I would tell you this. If you'll believe that he is there. And you believe in your heart that he will carry you through. You too will come out on the other side. Is it over for us? No. It's each step of the way. Because we just chose that we would believe yes. that he is there. If you want to know this Jesus this morning and you're here today or you're on social media and you say, I would love to know this Jesus to take me through these times. Somebody that I can learn to just talk to and be with and fellowship with. You get and mad at, but he won't fall off his throne. Yeah, and, <laughs> and get upset with sometimes. You can know him. And Kelly's going to lead you through that prayer right this moment. You pray this prayer with Kelly. Lord, say after me, Lord Jesus. Lord Jesus. I want to know you. I want to know you. I want to have someone that's with me that never leaves me. I want to have someone that knows me and never leaves me. Come into my heart. Come into my heart. I open my life up to you. I open my life to you. I believe that you are who you say you are. I believe you are who you say you are. You are the son of the living God. You are the son of the living God. You died for me. You died for me. You went to the grave for me. You went to the grave for me. And you rose again for me. And you rose again. And you sit on the right hand of the Father. And you sit on the right hand of the Father. I believe you are Jesus, my salvation. I believe you are Jesus, my salvation. Take my life. Take my life. And do something with it. Do something with it. Jesus' name, amen. In Jesus' name, amen. Well, I hope today that this has been a time of possibly a reflection for you of things that you've been through. But also a word of encouragement that he'll never leave you. He'll never forsake you. He'll always be right there. So the next time you're facing times of trouble, just breathe. Just relax. For God is with you. So if there's anybody out there on social media that this has been your first opportunity to ask the Lord to come and live in your heart, we want you to uh, look on the website there, call us at the church here, and um, we've got information for you. We would love to help you on your way. We'd love to invite you to come and be with us at this family. If you live in the, the area and you can drive to be with us, we want you to come and be with us. And if you've stayed away from church for whatever reason, you know, there's nothing like being with the family yeah. of God, yeah. person to person, so we can have a relationship with one another. God is a God of relationship. Yeah. He's not Amen. a God that's afar off. That you, he cannot, you cannot feel him and touch him and talk to him. We... I like to say this is God with skin on. Here in this building, in this place, we are God with skin on. So we want you to come and and be with us and join with us. And let's do life together. Let's walk through life. Let's walk through these like like we just shared. Mm -hmm. That's what church is about. It's walking through life with one another, praying for one another, loving on one another, being there for one another holding each other up, locking arms with each other, and doing life together. doesn't matter 
what the situation is. We love one another. That's how, that's how the world knows that we are who we say we are. That's how the world knows that we're God's people and that we love one another. So come and join with us here, and, um, and we would love to have you, and we bless you in Jesus' name. Let us close with prayer. Will you bow your heads with me? May the grace of the Lord Jesus Christ and the love of God, the fellowship of the Holy Spirit be with us all. In the name of the Father and of the Son and of the Holy Spirit. And the congregation said amen. Amen. Thanks for listening to today's podcast. We hope you've enjoyed it and pray that you are blessed by God's word. For more information about Passion Church, visit www.mypassion.church.